Hi, I'm Adika. And I'm Asia. Welcome to Blind Spots, where we discuss the overlooked history of minorities in the USA. Now, you might wonder who we are and why are we doing this? Well, we're high schoolers from Iowa City, and we decided to create a podcast that focused on minority issues and the history surrounding them that the school education fails to do a good job of teaching us. So after like a very long FaceTime call with our friends, we were all discussing the recent Black Lives Matter movements and the recent stuff surrounding George Floyd's death and stuff like that across the nation. And we just felt like as minorities and as people of color, we weren't doing enough to support these movements. And so we came up with like multiple ideas back and forth. And we ended up creating this podcast out of those ideas. And um, surprisingly, we began at the end of May, and it's kind of been a long journey since then. We didn't even have a solid plan or any equipment to begin with. We just had some MacBooks, long FaceTime calls, and the internet. And it wasn't the best at helping us find information. We were trying to find a way in which we could combine, like, a lot of history that is not taught to us in the U.S. education system and current events and how we could tie those together and so we ended up stumbling upon the redskins name change case and well here we are so do you want to tell our viewers more specifically about what we're going to be talking about today so we're going to be discussing well what was a pretty recent topic when we were writing this was the washington post um change of their name the Redskins so as of July 3rd the Washington NFL team will no longer be called the Redskins and um why do we feel that this was an important topic for us to bring up in the conversation so I think we both knew like when we were planning all this that we wanted Native American history to be like the first sort of topic that we started with and um, we were really struggling a lot to just find anything about Native, early Native American history. And so as we were planning, I'm pretty sure, Edvika, you ran across this topic and decided to use it because it was an easy way for me to talk, incorporate like history and stuff and for you to talk about current events and incorporate that, those two concepts into this topic. As most of us know, or, well, choose not to know, the United States is a country of immigrants, and Native Americans did use and settle this land first. Can you give us some more introductory info about that, or just give us some background information before we get into the details? Um, as you all probably recall the story of Pocahontas, and she was from a tribe called the Powhatan tribe. And she was born to the chief of the Powhatan Nation. And as I mentioned, you probably know parts of the story of her life. So I won't dive too deep into her history. But to summarize, when the colonists first came, um, po the Powhatan tribe was kind of the first Native American colonist interaction that we know of. And so Pocahontas somehow got entangled with John Smith and John Rolfe. And we know, we kind of roughly know that Pocahontas saved um, John Smith a couple of times. And later Pocahontas is kidnapped 
by some English colonists, and she there meets John Rolfe, and they decide to get married. And so after Pocahontas and her father pass away, relationships between the colonists and the Powhatans start to decline, and this is probably where we can see more colonists becoming more dominant and unfriendly towards Native Americans, and obviously just relations got really worse. Um, so do you want to give us like maybe a dictionary.com definition of what what the word redskins means today? So yes, I was searching on Merriam-Webster and dictionary.com just to see like how they define the term redskins, and both said that it was it is defined as a racial slur towards Native Americans. So definitely not a very nice word to use. And how exactly did the Washington team come across this name? And can you tell us about the significance on why they chose the word Redskins to be a part of the team name? So when the team was first founded, they were called the Boston Braves. And so they later relocated to Washington and it was changed to the Redskins. Um, many cartoons and advertisements that the Redskins team used were very stereotypical in the way they depicted the people or like the characters, I guess. Um, as Native Americans, they were very stereotypical. And they're also like just the way they talked and stuff. It didn't portray Native Americans very well. And so these commercials were then later redone and stuff after some backlash. And also when the Redskins was first uh, renamed, the owner's wife um, ended up creating these lyrics for the team. And so according to this NPR article, the lyrics read, scalp them, swamp them, we will take them up big score, read them, weep them, touchdown, we want keep more. And so those were, that was the section of the lyrics that was very controversial in the way that it was written and later was changed again because of some backlash against these lyrics. Um, I think it's just interesting to note that in spite of all of this controversial context, the idea of a name change only came up so many years later. Um, yeah, I think that's just something that our viewers should be aware of, that there was so much controversy associated with the name Redskins right from the beginning of when the Washington team chose them. I mean, the lyrics that you bring up right now just prove that this controversy does exist. So, um, yeah, I think that, that's, that just amazes me to see that we're only making change right now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that's a good point. That even though, like, I think you go on to talk about this later, there were many backlash movements against many things that the Redskins used, but only now in 2020 are we, will we have seen actual change after years of just, like, derogatory terms, usage, and stuff like that. So, Azika, now you're going to talk more on the current event side of this. So can you talk about some previous developments in this, like we mentioned earlier, that led up to this name change? Some viewers might not know, 
but there were actually a lot of Native American activists that petitioned this name change. And when the name was first chosen, many activists, as I said, petitioned this name change. So can you talk about these developments and petitions? Yeah, definitely. So there were actually several protests and petitions that were in, that were created, as you mentioned, to initiate the discussion about the name change. Now, I think it's important to note here that this was only a step in the right direction in terms of identifying this as a problem and wasn't necessarily tackling the problem itself. Um, as of 2010, over 115 professional organizations that represented civil rights and even scientific experts that published resolutions or policies stating that the use of Native American names and symbols by non-Native sports teams is a harmful form of ethnic stereotyping, and this promotes racial prejudice. And one of these is the NCAI, the National Congress of American Indians that since its establishment in 1944 has been trying to eliminate these negative stereotypes all through the sports industry. And if you do happen to come across their website, you can notice that one of the main goals that they highlight is that they want to ensure that these tribes can resist any pressure from the government. That's, I think that's a really interesting organization, and I'm glad you brought it up. I don't think many people have heard of that and what they're trying to accomplish, so thank you for that. So, again, one day, Advika called me, and she called me and texted me very excitedly because <laughs> she had found this article from 2014 about a trial permitting pertaining to the Redskins name controversy. As she mentioned, many organizations have protested. Now, you may think there was no major impact until July 3rd, but when the name change occurred, however, there could have been some little impacts that it'd be cool now to tell us about. So um, I love looking up different trials and lawsuits, and when I came across this one, Ossie is 100% right to notice I was very, very excited. And as Brad Newberg from SB Nation reports in 2014, the Trademark Trial and Appeal Board of the United States Patent and Trademark Office, the PTO, had to decide if the six Redskins trademarks, which had been issued by the PTO between 1967 and 1990, should be canceled because the marks are disparaging to Native Americans. So this was the issue that they were trying to argue for and against in this case. Now, the case is pretty straightforward to understand, even without a lot of legal background, and Newberg explains this. They had to answer two key questions. One was the meaning of redskins in terms of how the mark is used, a reference to Native Americans, and um, was the meaning of the marks one that may disparage Native Americans. The ruling on this was pretty straightforward as the TTAB did not have much difficulty in answering the first question, given how much Native American imagery the team has used in the past. So they were able to prove that the word redskins was in direct reference to Native Americans because. Native Americans have been seen in a couple marks and logos themselves, like even in their song lyrics. And it also found that at a minimum, 30% of Native Americans opposed this name. This, according to the board, satisfied the substantial composite test, which they use. And thus the trademark was removed. However, what's interesting to note is just because a trademark is removed, this does not mean that the organization has to stop using the logo. They can still use it. However, they can't claim rights to it anymore in the case that another company does use it. This also doesn't remove the copyright to the name, which means that they can still make pretty major legal, they can get pretty major legal compensation in the case that someone else does happen to use it. 
Okay, that was lovely. But if you were to sum that up in a couple of sentences, how would you do that? So basically, we can say that the ruling did find that the name was offensive to Native Americans, but it wasn't enough to generate as much of a discussion as we would have expected. Awesome. So as we mentioned, this trial was around six years ago, and there are now many more recent developments and statistics that we've found. So Adika, again, loves her stats and has more to share. So I agree. This is much older news. And when it comes to a recent issue like this, it's all about recency. As the Washington Post very recently reports, there were two polls conducted. um, And both polls found that nine out of 10 Native Americans were actually not offended by the team's name. And this surprised me and Asiya that we did do some more research because this should have never happened. This name is a defined dictionary slur. And like Asya mentions earlier, whether this holds true or whether or not people acknowledge it to be true, it's a fact and that can't be changed. A separate study also found similar results. And when asked about it, the reasons that Native Americans give to their response is they feel like it's just a name or it honors or represents their heritage or people are being overly sensitive. And this is the reason that this protest has been dropped multiple times since apparently the Native Americans were okay with the team name and they think that they are too small of a population to even fight, which is a key issue to understand because when someone's offended by something, they should have every power, no matter what what the size of their population is, to oppose it. It was also interesting to note that people who were offended by the team name were also equally offended by the logo, which I guess kind of goes hand in hand. No, I noticed that you had a very important statistic that you were telling me about from NPR. Do you want to talk to us about that? Yeah. So, again, reading the same NPR article, they quoted a Washington Post poll from around June, and it revealed that eight out of 10 fans believe the team should keep its name. However, it is interesting to note that you wouldn't expect those fans to use the word in non-football conversation. So not referring to the team or talking about football, just in a regular conversation, they wouldn't use this because over half of those questions agreed that the word redskin is an inappropriate term to describe Native Americans. That that was very interesting on how you could not like the name in terms of using it towards other people, but as a football team, it's okay. Um. And actually, so basically, I guess, summing up all of these poll results that we did get from all these different articles, it's interesting to us to to understand the fact that, one, Native Americans themselves are not offended by the team name. And although people do believe this to be reasons such as, oh, it's maybe honoring or representing their heritage, it's actually because they're scared to fight the name. And According to the statistic Asya gave us, we also know that fans are opposed by the team name in in the way that they will only use it in football context and think it's derogatory to use it outside of the conversation. And Avika, I just had a question to ask you. You did some research on the logo. Can you just explain a little bit to the listeners about that? Right, 100%. And um, when we were looking up the logo, or even if you actually visit the team's site, 
um, it does have an image of a Native American man wearing very traditional Native American headgear. And what's interesting to us is the fact that our brains have become so suited to recognizing people by the outfits that they're wearing. So seeing this Native American person with feathers in their hair suddenly clicks as Native American to us, even if that's not an accurate representation. He's shown with a very thin jaw, um, lots of hair. And I don't think we were kind of, we were concerned with the way the team was representing this this name. And we think that the name change is definitely a step in the right direction. So um, not only the Redskins did we find had an offensive name, but there are many other names in the sports industry that we fail to recognize as offensive or derogatory just because in America we are not socialized that way and Advika I know you did a lot of research on this so could you tell listeners about this right and we we did we wanted to make it a point to maybe mention these names in a way that made it so that this podcast episode wasn't only about Native American history and identifying this one or well wasn't specific to this part of native american history and we wanted to cover a broader range so according to an article by 538.com there are 2128 native american mascots that people just aren't having conversations about some of these names include the cleveland indians the atlanta braves chicago blackhawks and kansas city city chiefs they're all racially offensive so mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, the name was officially changed on July 3rd. However, this name change, you might think, doesn't have significant impact on the issue of racism towards Native Americans. Now, before I let Edvika talk more, I wanted to add that the most recent Washington Post article covering the topic of July, as of July 13, 2020, says the team will undergo a name and logo change. Coach Ron Rivera and the owner, Daniel Snyder, said they have some new names picked out and talked with Native American organizations in order to make Native Americans feel honored with this new name. So even if it doesn't have very significant impact, I still think it has enough and it's uh, definitely baby steps towards bringing more awareness towards this kind of naturalized racism towards Native Americans. And I think this is still really important and a really, really important development in bringing awareness so we can start making changes. Right. And we thought it was important to end on this hopeful note um, when we started this podcast episode, because as much as there is so much of racism that exists in our world today, it's also important to note that there are baby steps being taken to fight it. And After a discussion with my dad this week, I realized something very interesting and very similar and came up with an interesting analogy that maybe viewers would like to take with them as they leave our episode today. I was talking to my dad and he asked me, why did I think that the name change was such an important issue to discuss that I was using it as, or rather we were using it in our first episode? And... And I asked him one simple question in response. I said, why do people ever change their name in the likelihood that they do? And the response to this was pretty straightforward, right? People change their name because they want to signify some kind of a change. And maybe the team had 
or was going for a similar concept where they wanted to change their name to signify moving forward, taking a new step, taking a new beginning in a more positive direction. Awesome. Just going to add before we let the viewers go that there were obviously going to be including all of the links that we have brought up in our discussion today, right after or at the end of our podcast, depending on how that works. Um, so yeah, you can yeah, go. Definitely what I was going to say. And probably in the description of this podcast, we will add links. We did use a multitude of Washington Post, NPR, and 538 articles. Again, we will link those if you guys want to check that out. Um, <laughs> and I guess with that, we're done. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye.